हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट सिक्स कंपोनेंट्स ऑफ डिसेंट्रलाइज्ड डेवलपमेंट शो शो इकोनॉमिक एंड पॉलिटिको एडमिनिस्ट्रेटिव एंड आवर टॉपिक इज रोल ऑफ डिस्ट्रिक्ट रूलर डेवलपमेंट एजेंसी डीआरडीए the district ruler development agency drda had an independent existence even when the new system of decentralization became operational drda was principal organ at the district level to oversee the implementation of different rural development programs more particularly the anti poverty programs as a result a hierarchical situation at the district level existed in order to avoid this the central government in 1996 recommended the merger of drda with pris or to put drda under the control of pris the surveys and the researchers reveal that except for some states drda still has an independent status in andhra pradesh drda has its own program of rural development that is separate from jilla parishad action plan in kerala drda was merged with district panchayat do project director is responsible for distribution of funds of district panchayats madhya pradesh and karnataka also merged drda into jilla parishad karnataka was the first state to merge drda into jilla parishad as early as 1987 and gave more financial and functional autonomy to it Similarly in Uttar Pradesh the DRDA has been transferred to Jilla Parishad though there was resistance of state level bureaucracy whereas in state like Rajasthan Tamil Nadu West Bengal Haryana etc the DRDA still works as a separate entity Thus in most of the states there are two separate bodies for rural development programs at the district level though in some states chairman of jilla parishad acts as ex officio chairman of governing council of drda also in other states like tamil nadu gujarat and maharashtra collector himself is the chair person but in all the states executive power rest in the district magistrate or district development officer who is a bureaucrat from the above analysis it becomes clear that various state governments have taken measures for merging the drda with jilla parishad in order to provide effective control of jilla parishad over drda even if the drda is not merged the jilla parishad would continue to provide direction to drda 
as it would be accountable to jila parishad in other words the drda should work under the overall direction of jila parishad and the panchayat department now let us move to the next point the district planning committee dpc the district planning committee dpc have got constitutional status under 243 jd by way of 74th constitutional amendment act the dpc are empowered to prepare a draft development plan for the entire district by integrating the plans prepared by the panchayats and municipalities the new dispensation will undoubtedly have a far reaching impact on the decentralized planning and will give flip to the institution building efforts for soldering the responsibility for plan formulation which is an important prerequisite for micro level planning so far as the formation of dpc is concerned the surveys reveal that in a number of states the dpc has not been constituted while in some states like haryana and orissa it is in the process of formation the dpcs have already been formed in states like karnataka kerala madhya pradesh maharashtra rajasthan tamil nadu uttar pradesh and west bengal there are variations in the composition and functioning of the dpcs for example the mlas and mps are either the members or special invitees of dpc in all the states except in kerala whereas in states like rajasthan tamil nadu uttar pradesh they have been given voting rights in still some other states like west bengal the chairpersons of panchayat samitis mlas mps can become the members of dpc and have voting rights by the special government order yet another variation is visible in tamil nadu where one fifth of the total block chairpersons in the district are members of dpc by rotation in no other state the chairpersons of gram panchayats and block panchayats are member of the dpc even with regard to the chairperson of the dpc wide variations are seen in madhya pradesh the minister in charge is the chairperson of the dpc and district collector is the secretary in maharashtra too the minister in charge of the district is the chairperson of the dpc and district collector is the member secretary in haryana the chairperson is chosen by state government from amongst nominated members whereas in karnataka and kerala the president of jila parishad is the chairperson and in tamil nadu the district collector so far as the powers and functions of the dpc is concerned 
here also one finds variations and overlapping article 243 jd 2 i empowers the state legislature to assign functions to the dpc majority of states have not spelt out any specific functions in the respective panchayat acts they have simply borrowed the provisions as it is a few states like madhya pradesh west bengal and kerala have mentioned some specific roles and functions to the dpc in madhya pradesh the dpc has been made jila sarkar and that is district government and has been empowered with administrative and financial powers but not accountable to the people the dpc has been entrusted with certain powers related to transfer and postings approval of tenders and sanctioning of projects earlier these powers were exercised by the government or directorate there are certain areas of overlap between the jila parishad and the dpc and the dpc has been given much more power in comparison to the jila parishad on the other hand in maharashtra the dpc are to prepare development plan of the district to consider the five year plan and perspective plans prepared by panchayats and municipalities and to monitor the progress of the district annual plan in case of west bengal the gram panchayats and the block prepare their plans and these are then forwarded to the dpc simultaneously the line departments also prepare their plans and submit them to the dpc thereafter the discussions are held in sub committees or standing committees of the jilla parishad once the discussions are held and necessary changes incorporated the draft plan is submitted to the dpc for its approval kerala has gone much ahead in carrying out decentralized planning process or planning from below its much acclaimed people's campaign for ninth plan has provided many vistas of people's planning the campaign assures that 30 to 40% of the ninth plan would consist of plans prepared by the lower level bodies the primary objective of people's campaign for ninth plan is to ensure that the panchayat or municipal bodies prepare and prioritize of self of integrated schemes in a scientific manner maximum participation at every stage of the planning process from proposal to implementation has been ensured the dpcs have started functioning in kerala the dpcs have already scrutinized and integrated the plans of the panchayats and municipalities in the respective district from the point of view of backward and forward linkages 
the process of democratic decentralization and decentralized planning in kerala has been attracting attention from all over the world the decentralized planning process is largest of its kind in the world says world bank the functioning of dpc in various states further reveals certain shortcomings first though the dpc has to look into the preparation of a district plan based on the local needs yet the chairperson of dpc is not an elected member from the panchayats or municipalities in most of the states second the dpc does not have adequate experts as its member in order to provide technical inputs and make analysis for reaching rational decision making despite the fact that planning requires specialized knowledge and skills third though the dpc is formed yet the supporting wing in the form of planning unit is not adequately placed and finally no planning committee or unit exist at the block or gram panchayat level in order to carry out local level planning and also to provide vital input on local needs and resources to dpc apart from these in the entire scheme of decentralization dpc is the only constitutional body in which one fifth of the total members is nominated even the selection of the chairperson has been left to the state legislature to decide as a result dpc can emerge as a strong body outside the panchayat and municipal system the operational aspects of decentralized planning in various states shows that it has several shortcomings such as lack of trained personnel a confusing plethora of schemes rigidity and lack of monitoring of quality of the planning process and availability of resources now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast